Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These are the Casey Tapes. You, man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Casey, the longest running rock station in the country. It's time for the Casey Tapes, episode 67. I'm John Hewlett, along with the mighty Favaz. Hi, John. How you doing? I'm, I'm good. You have a good week? Yeah, yeah, everything's great. Hey, I found an interview with uh, John Anderson of Yes, I Did in 2014 with my morning show partner here on Casey Radio in St. Louis, Learn. Uh... I'm a. I know you're a huge Yes fan. Yes, and I like the band too for the most part. Mm-hmm, so this mm-hmm. the, this should be good. It's brought to you by uh, Black Raven AFC. Remember that uh, you know if you build a website, it doesn't automatically mean that your customers are going to come. If you want your business to get found, it takes an online strategy, and putting that together is what Black Raven AFC does. Okay, they'll put together a search engine optimization plan, and they'll help you get found. When people look for you and, you know, and look for what you do, more importantly, let Black Raven AFC help you today. Just go to BlackRavenDigital.com and reach up today. John Anderson is one of those legendary rock and roll singers. His voice is so distinct and unique. Yes. And and with a band that is progressive, uh, progressive rock is gone for the most part anymore, any, anymore these days. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, a voice that's set in time during a certain period of time in rock and roll history, and it is spectacular. And he's been in and out of Yes for a lot of years, but but um, most recently out of Yes, uh, but touring and performing with Rick Wakeman and Trevor Rabin, who were, of course, members of Yes off and on over the years, too. Uh, John called us. No, we called John. And he mm-hmm. answers the phone, <laughs> which is very unusual. Very unusual. There's always yeah. a go between. Yeah. So I have John Anderson's. Cell phone Still number. I can call him anytime I want. Let's but. prank call him. No, that's something Bird would do. <laughs> no. Okay, go ahead. All right. So let's uh, <laughs> let's get going here, and I think you'll hear the phone. By the way, John Anderson does one of my favorite Casey Christmas tunes. Oh. Um, easier said than yeah, done. Yeah, easier said I than done. I love that yeah, song. Man. That is a good song. Feeding down Hello. John Anderson, this is you. Hugh, how are you, Hugh? No, I said this. No, I said all your life. Sorry. No, I said this really is you. Oh, it's you. No, it's me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he thought I said this is Hugh calling. He went Hugh. Oh, Hugh. Yeah. No, no. This is you. That was funny. That yes. Sure. Yes. I, I'm. I'm John. Oh, John. How are you doing? Uh, obviously, two Johns here, two wise men together about to have a conversation. I think so. <laughs> wise beyond our years. <laughs> That's right. Well, okay, great. You're going to be coming to St. Louis, John. And uh, what, what? That sounds like it's fake, like like you, like you had somebody do his voice because, you know, I mean, we were just talking about his singing voice. His 
speaking voice is the same as the same. Is the same. <laughs> it's yeah, it's way up there, high pitch. And he's a tiny little guy too. Whenever he's on stage, they always put him on a platform, so he's little. You know, like maybe an ego thrust, foot and a half. Yeah, an ego thrust, mm-hmm. foot and a half or so off the stage. <laughs> uh, this this is a big deal to me and to all of us who have been great fans of yours. And yes, all these years. Excellent. Yeah, I I, I remember playing Keel Auditorium a lot, and I was really at- enjoying. I always give that as one of my favorite concerts when people ask me, what's your favorite concert you ever saw? And I said, yes, in the 1970s at Keele Auditorium with the with the green oh. laser lights. And, uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, just one of the, I think it was about three or four show gigs in America. And there was uh, Boston Gardens, was it the old Boston Gardens, Keele Auditorium. And uh, the Spectrum in Philadelphia. These were great gigs. Wow. Isn't it it funny how all those old-time rock stars remember Keel Auditorium? Yeah. Yeah. Out, of, out of them all. He just mentioned two legendary other places. Yeah, and to lump St. Louis in with yeah. Boston Gardens and the Spectrum in Philadelphia is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm amazed that you remember that one, though, that that one really stands out, John. That that really is uh, it's just, uh, just I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. So, John, uh, I know you've got a couple things going on here. First of all, I want to talk uh, uh, about the event here in St. Louis that you're going to be part of. You're going to be in St. Louis with School of Rock. They're doing one of their under-19 shows here, and uh, you're going to be performing with the kids who are in the School of Rock, correct? Yes. Uh, I started with the School of Rock at the very beginning, some uh, 10, maybe 10 years ago, in Philadelphia, that's when it first started, and then they opened up a, another school of rock in New York. And I just uh, worked with the young teenagers, uh, I think be, between the age of 10 and 15, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, we actually went on tour every year for, for about four years, which was amazing to work with these young kids, you know, 30 kids on, on a bus. <laughs> it was a bit crazy, but, you know, we, we enjoyed making music. They did Yes songs. Um, Frank Zappa stuff and Beatles. We had a lot of fun. And uh, you're also going to be doing a, uh, a a get-together with 200 fans here in the St. Louis area the next night. We're talking about August 15th and 16th. Um, you're going to be at the Moto Museum. And you, uh, you, what, you were there? I re- no, I, re- I was not there. I wish I would have, but I remember, because that, that's a cool place. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why is John Anderson going there? And, and should we should we, should we we speak <laughs> like this for the rest of the time? <laughs> that would not be a bad idea. Okay. I think we should. All be right, doing a little performance performance there and you'll be meeting fans and and signing things i guess there'll be an open bar and hors d'oeuvres it's 129 dollars and uh, this oh my gosh i can't afford that that is a lot of money (laughs) this is no just this is not your normal meet and greet situation you're you're really going to perform for these folks and also correct you know it's just going to be um an impromptu situation i tell stories about my career and uh, sing songs that I won't be singing with uh, the, the the kids, the, the School of Rock. And generally, just have a fun time for, I think, 45 minutes they asked me to do. And it's sort of meet and greet and make sure everybody's fine. And Didn't you? I, could you pause that? Didn't you go to that, John? <laughs> no, the Cardinals were in town, I think, so oh, I couldn't go. But I uh, thought you went. Yeah, I was a little disappointed I couldn't go. But, oh. yeah. hmm. It's a okay. question. Oh. Hmm. Because I, I've never really got into that where I have time to sit down, relax, and say, well, any questions? And then it will go from there. Hello? I guess this is edited. Oh, what that's happened? coming back. <laughs> yeah, um, I, was, I was actually speaking to Jean-Luc about half an hour ago, 
Oh, I guess the questions were edited out for some reason. What's Maybe you, that's how you played it on the morning show. I played it back in sections, yeah. Played it back in parts. So the question... Uh, well, was that... you? I think you you must have asked about Jean-Luc Ponty. Yes, because he had previously, just before this, toured with Jean-Luc Ponty and came right. to St. Louis. Um, he lives in Paris, and uh, we've been working together. Uh, he would say music... And-, and Jean-Luc Ponty, for those who don't know, is a, uh, a violinist extraordinaire. I can't say with, I know who he is. Yeah, and played with rock bands back in the 70s. Huh. Yeah. I'll sing songs on his music, and uh, we were very surprised earlier this year how easy it was for us to work together. So we said, well, why don't we maybe get a band? You know, and he, he has some really great musicians, and I have a couple of guys I work with, so we're going to put them together, go to uh, Aspen in uh, Colorado in uh, September, I rehearse and, and, and do a couple of shows, and then next spring we'll go on tour and tour the world. Now, John, oh, so the tour was coming up. Uh, yeah, can, coming I, up. I just thought, can you imagine him getting pissed off in that voice and going, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> I know. You could hardly ever take him serious. I know. Yeah. Now he's, you know, those guys, and in, in yes, they, they had their difficulties, obviously, getting along. And so uh, they had their arguments. I hope some of them are on tape, and someday they'll surface, and we'll be able to hear what it sounds like when he gets pissed oh, off. You're <laughs> uh, so funny. We heard a, a few years back that you had been suffering from some sort of lung-type uh, illness, and that was the reason why you weren't touring with Yes. How is your health now? Excellent. You know, I just had a couple of very bad years where, uh, you know, your body just gives in after so many years of touring, and... Uh, uh, the energy that it takes to run a band like Yes, to make sure the music's happening and make sure the management is uh, honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And all that kind of thing. It builds up over the years. And, that- and, and, I, and I believe when he says it was more touring than anything else, because there's never been any kind of talk about John Anderson being abusive to his body, uh, doing drugs, even drinking. I think right. he's always been kind of holistic and healthy all his life. But but to sing at that level, at that, that pitch, I mean, I know he's yeah. got a higher voice, but it's got it's got to take its toll eventually on your yeah. on your whole being. Right, you know? right. Plus he has no scrotum, so that's yeah, also that's right. That's why he talks like that. I think that I just got uh, a, a problem, um, you know, with, uh, I think it's a, a lot to do with where I live. There's a lot of pollen around here. Pollen. It's a beautiful part of the world, Central California, but there's a lot of uh, um, problems with the air, that's mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just uh, too many flowers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good problem to have, too many flowers. Too many, too many oak trees or something like that. But yeah. there's a lot of, uh, so it's just one of those things that just had a really tough uh, time. And then, um, you know, you, you, everybody goes through these kind of experiences. And I came out the other end feeling really good and thankful. And uh, I've been doing solo shows around the world now, just me and my wife. Uh, we travel together. And uh, huh. that's always a lot of fun. Uh, I just, uh, I'll be in Brazil next in, in October. I go every October to Brazil and just uh, tour around. It's really fun. And, uh, you know, the idea of getting back into a band started uh, last year, actually. Um, I was in Australia doing some festivals. Well, that, that's the thing about Yes. I mean, they were, of course, English and, and worldwide. strong through all Europe and the United States, but they were worldwide. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my old friend, uh, uh, Robert Plant, uh, he, he has a band of musicians. Who? Yeah. Who? 
it was so good to watch him on stage with them, you know, and I thought, maybe I should do that. It's, it's a good well, those two were doing a little battle of the uh, bands hitting the high notes. That would be interesting. <laughs> oh, John would have, uh, Anderson would win. Well, yeah. He, well, he'd have the natural, the money would yeah. be on him. Yeah. But Robert could get up there. Yeah, he could. Yeah. I mean, so it just seemed to, hey, this is the right time to do it. You know, I'm 70 years old in October, so it's a good timing, you know, to be getting a new band together. So like yes. a new a new life for me. Right, here's another wow. break, I guess, we were when we oh, played he, it back in the air. So he's 76? So he's 76 now? And more with John Anderson of Yes in just a second. Websites are not like the movie Field of Dreams. It's not like if you build it, they will come. If you want your business website to get found online, it takes strategy, making sure that people find you first when they search. So putting together a search engine optimization plan with a team here in St. Louis is your first step to getting found when your potential customers go out looking for your services and you want your website to look good right out of the box. Can't get away with a crummy website anymore. That's why Black Raven AFC is the company you need to get in touch with. Let them help you grow your business or start your business, whatever the case may be. Go to blackravendigital.com and reach up today. They can really do a great job for you, so do it right. Get that website looking fantastic. You build your business and make more money. That's the goal, right? BlackRavenDigital.com. Here's some more. Well, obviously to the Zeppelin fans, no. But for him, you know, he can't go on stage and be a very skinny sex adult. Okay, so I must have asked him about, about Robert, Robert Plant. Plant. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's in his 60s, you know. He sings still great. Uh, he just has a different energy about life and... Uh, he does. He's doing the right thing for himself, and that you know, after so many years of being a rock god, you know, you know, you just to say, he's okay, the golden Robert, god. You are, yeah, <laughs> that's him. You want to do, man? Because I, I met Robert way back in '66. Um, he had a band called Listen, and um, it was uh, it's one of the stories that I'll tell uh, uh, next Friday. <laughs> oh, oh, doggone it! <laughs> tell it next so Friday. Going to tell it now? No. Oh. Yeah. Man, okay. I was excited to hear it. Very, very funny story. I hope you're going to be there. Are you going to be there? Well, I'd love to, but I'm also the stadium announcer for the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team oh, here. Oh, sure, this John. Le- to throw that in. Yeah. <laughs> no, this leads into something. Watch. <laughs> okay. St. Louis, I've been doing it for 30 cool. years. And, cool. And, and they're in town that night. I'm so I'm so upset about it. Well, I've got a great story about Tony La Russa, okay? Oh, oh fantastic. Yeah. Let's so, hear it. So I was doing uh, a concert uh with uh, this, this this group that goes out every Christmas called uh, I've got to think about the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Ah, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Okay, TSO. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. And they tour incredible sort of Christmas concert rock and roll show, and they invited me. I just think they falsely advertise that. They make it sound like you're going to go and you're going to have a full night of fantastic Christmas songs, traditional Christmas songs done in a rock and roll style with the light show and the lasers and everything. And it's not that and it's at not. all. It's their own story. Yeah, it's a story thing. And it's, 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 I found it disappointing. I don't myself. know who, who wrote that material. Uh, you know, who wrote the songs? Did they do it? I don't know. Did they come up with? Yeah. I don't know. To come to their show and at the end sing Roundabout. And uh, their very, very sweet guy, Paul, who runs it, said, Come on up, I'll take care of you. And I said, up in Sacramento it was. And I thought, that'd be cool. And um, 
So I went up there and got up and sang Roundabout at the end of the show. The audience went crazy because I was the guest artist, you know. Wow, yeah. that'd be awesome oh, that to would see, be great, man. man. It's all gone. How come that doesn't happen every yeah. show when they tour and bring John Anderson with them? I'd go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, afterwards, I, I went back to my dressing room, and Paul came running in. John, John, somebody wants to see you. I, I, he's, he's outside. He's totally La Russa. And I thought, <laughs> I've got no idea who is that. That's great. This is about, probably about, you know, six years ago. And I've no idea, honestly, uh, with respect, I just no idea who he was. Sure. Was, okay, I'll be out in a minute. So I go outside the dressing room, and I see this very handsome guy in a suit and his wife, beautiful-looking wife. And I sort of walk over with a smile. And Tony LaRusso is unbuttoning his shirt, and under his shirt, he had a Yes T-shirt on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I said, buddy, have we hugged? And I'm, I, still, I still had no idea. We became great friends. He's, he's one of the most wonderful, beautiful people I've ever met. For wow. You. That is easy. That's neat. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I'm a yes, I'm a yes fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was a yes fan. I've known Tony for a long time, and I know he, you know was yeah, a Journey yeah. fan because the guys from Journey would come to town and he'd get them into games and and yeah. other rock stars. But I had no idea he was into the progressive uh, music of Yes. Yeah, he had a Yes T-shirt under his shirt. That's amazing. That's cool. Hey, That's yeah, really Tony would do that all the time. You yeah. Know, he, he was a, a big classic rock fan, no doubt about yep. it. So it was more depth than I thought. Here's another well, answer. Well, talk, you know, to, you know, we're going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame one day, maybe next year. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. So I was talking to him about, the, about, you know, possibly being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because at that point they were not. Right. They soon would be. They are now. But in this interview right here, he... Kind of made me think that he knew something was coming. Wow, but that was in 2014. They didn't go into like, I want to say uh, 17. 17. I asked him. Stop this. I asked him if he would ever rejoin Chris Squire and Steve Howe and those guys because mm-hmm. they were on, right. you know, on the outside. They're doing their own thing. And so that's what he was responding to. Okay. So. Well, there's talk, you know, to you know, we're going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame one day, maybe next year or the year after, you know, whatever. And that's when we'll probably get together and do a show. Oh, you know, I, it, it's life is like um, it's just like it's an adventure, you know. And sometimes the unexpected, the unexpected is is one of my mantras. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You, you you kind of led me into my next question. Do you think Yes will soon get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And you've kind of broken the story here that you think that's going to happen soon, huh? Well, we got nominated last uh, year. What's the, what, what do they say when they nominate you and then they decide in December whether you're in, you know. So we got nominated along with a bunch of other musicians and stuff. And we didn't get in last year. So rumor has it we might get nominated again and get in next year. And if not, it'll be the year after. Yes. But yeah. I'm not going to... Well, eventually it did happen. Yeah, but it happened. There have been a lot of groups that have been nominated and never got in. So, right. You know. mm-hmm. Hold my breath. Come on. Well, well, I'm going to hold mine because I, I agree with you. It's going to happen soon, and it's about doggone time. That's for sure. Yeah. I, w- I was there last last year. I did a show at the uh, um, in Cleveland, the, the, the Hall of Fame there. They have a beautiful theater, and I did my solo show and uh, did a sort of question answers with this really nice guy he came on stage and asked me questions about what it's like to be in a, a rock and roll band what was it like to be in yes and what 
what dreams do you still have and things like that. And they filmed it for their archives, and it was really good, uh, a good event. So there's wow. people who are really nice. You know? Yeah, we're speaking with John Anderson. John, uh, when people ask me what my favorite album is of all time, I always tell them at the top for me is "Close to the Edge" by Yes. Uh, of all the great pieces of work that Yes did, what what is your favorite album? I know that's a tough question because it's like I asking think, somebody what, who's think, their favorite yeah. kid. I think you're right. "Close to the Edge" was very. I knew I was right. <laughs> very unique it's still uh you know I, I i'll do a show here and there and young young guys come and they've got their cd of close to the edge and they say this is what i was you know how can you sign this john uh, my father played this to me when i was three years old and i say you were brainwashed I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so you know close to the edge is a very incredible example of modern music very rock and roll but very different it's not uh it's, it's sort of it's a very magical piece of music oh i agree with him on that you know that's a record i'm really not familiar with well, i mean you gotta, I, you gotta get into yeah it. Gotta, I, I was just thinking about i should familiarize myself with that what did you like from yes i liked uh i liked roundabout yeah or that album was that on the yes yeah. album yes uh, um also i you know i love 90125 and i liked the, well, the record right yeah. after that uh-huh fragile was uh the fragile uh, yeah, album yes yeah. um so so you liked the you, you yeah. liked yes yeah i liked you yes. would love this album yeah yeah. Okay. Yes, and and it and it uh, you know all throughout it, it well, you would think an album like that a concept album like that would like wander go wandering off in different directions and stuff but that album does not do that and and there's there's always like the next hook line is not too far off to to hook you no. and sink you right back into this great long piece of music you know yeah it's the way I create music I I still do that kind of work uh, I released a piece called Open on the internet uh, a couple of years ago which is 22 minutes of music, and it's an adventure. You know, music is a journey. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, you don't make music uh, just for the radio. You hope that you make music for the audience, for going on stage, doing a performance. Right. That's that why. was always the battle for a progressive band, you know, to stay, try to stay true to their roots, what put them, got them into the music business, doing progressive artistic music, but yet having record companies putting the screws to them, we right. need hits, we yeah. need hits. So they were always fighting that battle, and in, in the '80s and the '90s, they met the challenge. Yes, they, they really did. did. Bands like them and Rush and Kansas, yeah. they all did it. Yeah, it, it kind of ruined them long term. Yeah, you know, ruined their their overall classic historic sound, but uh, still gave them another phase of a career that was also successful, and a lot of people also still like. But you want the really true? Yes, you got to go back to the '70s and right. very well the '70s, late '60s and '70s. I, I remember the Kilo Auditorium shows because. The band of Yes was all about performance, not do yes. we look good, do we look like we're rock stars or pop stars or whatever. No, we were just a band of really good musicians. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Chris Squire is one of the greatest bass players ever. Right. You know, and Steve Howe on that guitar, just spectacular. Yep. Spectacular. And they've had great drummers along the years. And your voice is so unique, John, and you, you've used it hard over the years. And one would think, well, there's no way that John Anderson can still sing the way he used to sing. I saw you, I don't know, was one of, on one of the late uh, late television shows, it was, it was Late Night, maybe with Johnny, was it uh, Dave Letterman? I can't remember. Oh, I remember yeah, 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 yeah. You sounded fantastic, and the band sounded so fantastic. I was so glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I, st- I sing every day. It's yeah. my it's my hobby. <laughs> yeah, 
And and you've you've done a, a remarkable job of presenting files. I sing every day on the radio. So uh, now that you're my morning show, is that your hobby? Yeah, you're my morning show partner. <laughs> I'll be singing to you every day. Thanks. Can't wait. Serving your voice, and people are going to see that up close and personal here when you come to town August the 15th and the 16th here in St. Louis. I can't tell you, John, what a thrill it's been for me to talk to you. I, I've always wanted to meet you and talk to you. I've never had the chance. I've been in radio here for 38 years and met a lot of different rock performers throughout the years, but you were always someone that I wanted to meet and never got the chance. At least by phone, we got it done today, and I thank you so much. Thanks so much, John. I wish you well. And see you. Well, we all won't see you next week, but... Maybe the Anderson Ponty Band will be there next next summer. You never know. Oh, that would be awesome. Well, thank you, John, again. Appreciate it a whole bunch. Wish you well. Thanks. I mean, Hugh. Call me Hugh. Yeah, Hugh. <laughs> Hugh, man. <laughs> so there you go. Um, he he was uh, just so nice. I knew he would be because I'd always seen him in, in other interviews. Know that he was just a soft, gentle person. And yeah. That's how his music comes across. Yeah, it really it's does. Like, it's like he's got a when he's singing. There's a dove in his hand, and he's holding <laughs> it up high, and he's singing to the bird. Maybe that's so, why I like "Easier Said Than Done." Yeah, uh, so much uh, too because it's it's that same way. It's that same feel. And the the uh, my only interview with anybody from Yes was was Chris Squire. Oh yeah, yeah. and I'll never forget. And we'll do that someday on the Casey Tapes. Oh, I'd but love I'll to never hear that. forget him saying that David Gilmore of Pink Floyd had monster feel. Really? Like he just yeah. knew, you know, what he wanted and his guitar solos. He's got that mm. feel. And I'll just never, and I don't know why we got off on that tangent, yeah. but I yeah. remember Chris Squire saying that. Chris Squire could sing too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that. All right. Well, uh, there you go. That's episode 67 of the Casey Tapes with John Anderson of Yes. Uh, I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, STLU Man and on Instagram. I'm John Hewlett. And I am Favaz, and you can follow me. Anywhere. Anywhere. (laughs) Anywhere. Just follow me. Just follow me. Adios, my friend. AMF. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors, We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.